0: Um, they, we're here for our second podcast and, the, and this week we're going to be talking about representation in Hollywood in a What week, kind of representation? The, representa- <laughs> the representation of black people in yeah. Hollywood uh, And not even just in Hollywood, just on TV, in the media in general and This week we've had Black Panther come out in cinemas And we've also had the Nike advert which is called Nothing Beats a Londoner yeah. right, So this know. week we're just yeah. going to kind of dive into that And talk about what we think about representation and where we can go from here. Yeah, oh, yes. Listen. Guys, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Representation.
1: Bilal, you have to start, man, because obviously, you mom were TV. On, I was really was on TV. Mum <laughs> oh, like was, TV. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> was <laughs> on TV, this week. was nothing. Yeah. It was on TV, yeah. you didn't see? I did see it. Oh, okay, you was it, it. Oh, okay. oh, it. sounded like you was asking. You see the no, clip that was
2: floating around online, like the recording of it? Was that the full thing, or was there like a longer version that I missed out on?
3: That was most of it, I think. Most of it? Yeah, it was roughly most of it. So for those who no don't know, um. Actually no But it's your thing So why don't you tell us innit? Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna No why don't you tell us oh, Why don't you tell us Okay what, so what um,
0: the, the Nike advert went out this week And there was a lot of Controversy What's the word controversy. controversy About it I guess from Was Asia. there a lot Yeah From what I saw I think I there was a
3: fair bit of pushback I
0: think there's a lot of pushback Around like from Asians. principally on Twitter though Let's yeah, be clear on, on Yeah on Twitter yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking Did about Did you see it in, like outside of social media outside of the
1: well, any pushback on, on the social adverts media.
0: everyone I talked to just went oh this advert was really cool I, I like
3: the advert it's
1: funny because on Facebook nobody said a thing but you know what Facebook's like everyone's yeah, it's like very oh this tame. Is great
0: I love it yeah. Facebook's a very
1: tame. Platform. on Twitter everyone's like Wah. so everyone's no so
3: fighting. for those people who haven't seen the advert yet just obviously just, probably have but it was this advert pause now, the BBC, podcast now know. and go
1: and watch it it's a good advert yeah it's a good ad I, I, I like it, it. I like it. You said you didn't like I it. man.
0: So at first, when I first saw it, when we first- This is Bilal
1: talking, Bilal didn't like it. And this no, is the sh- thing about Bilal, like he just- Contrarian. That, he's
0: contrarian. I knew he wouldn't like it <laughs> as well. This is
1: why I was true. shocked when he said he liked Black Panther. But anyway, good. this I, is not
0: true. right, okay. let's, let's hear it, Bilal. Um, when I first saw it, I was, I didn't really understand the concept of the advert, right? So I did, when I first, I was really? like, okay, yeah. I was just like, okay, what is this? And then when I realized that it's just about London culture, yeah. And I was thinking about because at first I was like, "Why have they filmed it to look like the new anotherhood is coming out?" You know, like had, that, <laughs> had that vibe to it, and I was like, "What? They, it's really gimmicky." But it was a
1: lot more authentic than yeah. yeah. It, wasn't, mean, I, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't as slapstick as. Do you know what I mean? Like it was
0: Yeah, so I think at first my first reaction was mm, you a bit great and it could have But been... that comment's still
1: underneath my post on Facebook, Billar, so I think you need to take it down. <laughs> okay, it I don't quiet. I don't like this advert. Everybody else was like, yeah, this is good. No, I don't it like it. Made, of... It made a lot of okay, sense okay, to so me. So in adverts, terms
0: of so... the advert for what it is, yeah. like yeah. okay, this is an advert which is there to represent London culture. Mm. I love it. In terms of whether or not I like that advert, mm. that's different.
3: Did it make sense to the rest of you guys? Yeah, I was, yeah, when well I saw you it, sure you got it straight away. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, I didn't understand what, what it tr- was
1: to get. If I'm honest, like it's just like you immediately knew. It was yeah, london yeah yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. But did it did it start off saying anything to do with London in it, or did it nah, only say? I think
2: it said London at the, the end. Yeah, so it was, yeah, was only. London, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. as
1: soon as I saw Skepta walking to walk into a corner shop, yeah. boss man on the phone talking about getting on a bike, like, I'm thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. this is London. This is nowhere else. I got to run
3: from Zone Six. I was like, definitely London. what I mean. That's the
2: cool thing about it because they try to capture different elements, even though it was mainly like let's say, youth culture in London, Mm. or like, I don't know, grime culture, however you want to put it, but they still try to incorporate elements of, all right, cool, you had the little white kid from... From Richmond or something. Yeah, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was cool. I think it's something like everyone that's from London will look at it and think, yeah, this is us. Like, you you have, there's a sense of, ah right, they're they're showing us. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a, a little bit of pride that comes with that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like it was like one of the most authentic... Um, depictions of London that I've seen in a long time mm, like mm. without it like mainstream depictions of London let me be mm. clear yeah, because yeah. like when I when I was away when I was living abroad and I was telling people about London and I because I, I, I taught this class because I used to teach um, Brazilians English for a little while and I taught this class about um, Brit- British culture and I said um, we're going to focus on uh, London for this segment of the, of the class and I showed them Notting Hill Carnival I showed them a Kano music video and which one? Um, signs in life. Okay. okay. Is, I, I feel like this that's...
0: is Patrick teaching people about.
1: <laughs> Listen, about I went British in because these people think they and because the be thing really. is, I started See off crumpets. by asking them. I started off by asking them. Seeing crumpets, when, man. When you think of England, what do you think of? When you think of the UK, what do you think of? When you think mm. of London, what do you think of? Mm. The Queen, tea, the Beatles. I was mm. just like, oh my <laughs> days, like you lot have no idea, because it's like, okay, yeah, that is part of London, but. Mm. It's, at the same time, it's a very antiquated understanding of what London is like. Mm. Mm. Um, so anyway, it's like, look, you're going to see what London's really like because it's a multicultural city. Like you can get anything that you want in London, whereas food, you know, like you can get anything you want. So I I just showed them little bits like showed them Nottingham Carnival, told them about the history of that, this, that and the other. But yeah, they when especially abroad, they just don't get that modern yeah, yeah, yeah. image of what London is like. Yeah. Um, and even in the wider UK, like I think, the only time when people talk about London's multicultural stuff, like outside of London, it's always very like negative. Like there's too many immigrants and like there's... T- people don't really talk about like... The contributions. Wh- yeah, like why and, it's yeah. so... Like why this melting pot is a cool one. But let's not get like, you know, not, rose-tinted spectacle yeah. like, and be like London is this utopic place where everybody... Because me- that's nonsense mm-hmm. as well. Like we know like London is segregated, but yeah, I'm talking a lot now. But, but, like, now back,
3: back to the the, the advert.
0: Because so, no, it's interesting. So we were talking about like Patrick was saying, yeah, that um, yeah, it's about portraying another angle of what London can be, right? right. Which is, I guess, what this advert was. Mm. It was saying, it was, it was, but it was portraying something that, for me, that's that's just what I know of London anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for mm. other people, it was like, whoa, like this is a whole different way of looking at the city. And then the the argument that people were having was, well, it's an oh, you know, overwhelmingly black, um, advert. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. everyone in there overwhelmingly That
1: buzzword though, because that, that came up word, in the one Show thing, the one
2: Show
0: yeah, yeah, overwhelmingly black. Yeah, and I, and I think people had a similar reaction to the Nike advert. Yeah, of course, mm. you know everyone. There's a lot of like, you know, urban black artists and you know references in it. Yeah. Mm. and then there were on the flip side of that, what I think Asian Twitter or Asian, some Asian people that's were getting her up about was the fact that there was no Asian people. Right. That's the
2: thing though. You've got to think about what is actually the purpose of an advert. Like, they ultimately Nike is a is a corporation. They want to make money. They want to sell products. Mm-hmm. So we're we're looking at it in in a kind of
3: yeah, from one from, from one lens, angle. Yeah. Obviously
2: we're consumers, but we're seeing as okay. Yeah, it's nice to see us on TV and the culture mm. being represented mm-hmm. how it is. But you have to think bigger picture wise. Why do they wanna what is the main purpose of them trying to represent London culture mm. or London culture maybe or black we... culture? And because we are the tastemakers in a lot of things yeah. regarding music and there's been this hot, this like spotlight on us mm. as of recent. Definitely. More globally as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, I
3: think when it actually when you you think about Nike and actually you think about people that play sports in like inner city London who's playing sports like you don't really see that many Asian people play sport and so ultimately who's going to be or the certain end consumer sports, yeah. certain sports yeah. anyway, I don't the, know the, but you know what I mean so but yeah you know, this is the thing Who's like, going to be the end consumer
1: I feel like we're getting into the nitty-gritty of the debate so yeah I mean this thing of um why didn't we see more Asian people on in the advert on screen Um, and I agree 100% what you're saying quickly about us black people being the tastemakers, we're dictating the culture at the moment in London. There's no disputing that, mm-hmm. um, and it's been that way for a little, It's been that way for a long time, to be honest. But especially now that it's getting garnering mainstream attention, yeah. Um, and yeah, because I remember, like, I was, I was very active on Twitter that day because it was annoying me the way that um, certain um, people on Twitter, certain Asian people on Twitter, were talking about the advert um, because there was so much black representation. Now I'm from East London as well. yeah Yeah. Um, Me and Tom from East London. So I'll be honest, when I watched the video, um, when I watched the advert the first time, I was like, okay, yeah, but it's weird. I didn't see that many Asian people. I didn't see that many Asian people. Mm. Um, but when I started seeing the debates on Twitter and what certain sects of Asian Twitter in, in invert commas were saying, I stopped caring because it was just like, you lot, like you're so quick to throw us under mm. the bus. Like, cause it's not like black people made the advert and we said like, we're gonna do this. And do you know, do you know what I mean? And also the advert is not necessarily about diversity mm. cause mm. you were saying, what is the point he of the advert? Of the yeah. Yeah, man. I don't think the advert was about diversity. It it has diversity elements to it because it's depicting what London culture is like I mean. today. Mm. Yeah. And like you said, Kweku, we are black people in London are dictating the culture. Mm. So if that's the case, then it's not a reach to to have lots of black people in, in, yeah. in the in the in the advert. Yeah. Um but yeah I don't know man I, I, I found it I was open to debate at first. Yeah. like when people were saying you know there's not enough Asian people. Mm. The thing is there was there were two Asian, three Asian people in it I'm pretty sure. There was definitely the guard end mm. that uses that Super Saiyan mm-hmm. thing. Yeah yeah um there was a shopkeeper who was on it okay for a split second. There could have been more mm. and I and I did feel that the first time I watched that but then at the same time you have to ask the question: What is advert? Really? About? Did
3: you notice that? Because when I saw, I did I, I saw it and I was like, "Yep, yeah, they've got like inner city London life, spot on." Yeah. And yeah. the thing that the thing the kind of scene that I liked the most was the kid playing basketball in the in the in the cage, mm. and he's like, "Oh, this is my like my my purpose," but I have to go through all of these yeah, obstacles, yeah. and I was right. like. Anyone who lives in, in the city of London has probably played football, basketball in the cage. Yeah. Everyone yeah. has a cage around the yeah, area. Yeah. And it's like, who are you gonna see in the cage most of that time? And that, that was like I think that was probably like for me the best depiction that was in there. Obviously, mm. everything else there was fair and whatnot. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the kid who was like, Oh, I'm never gonna get prone in see get off self okay, give him the mm. the bolt of lightning and it, all of a sudden mm, this absolutely. session, you know, whatever, and whoever the football player is. But no man, I didn't I didn't really think about I don't really understand where there was a, that kind of pushback because I yeah. I I got it, but I'm guessing because I get it, someone else will then say I don't get it. I, so this is why there's pushback. I
1: think it's because there was a misunderstanding that the the advert was about diversity and it wasn't. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah, people yeah, yeah. like, where's me? If this That's is a div- if this thing, is a yeah. diversity advert, if this is a mm-hmm. Diversity, mm-hmm. diversity exercise, where's me? I don't think you it know? was though. Like, but I mean, no, you're, yeah. you're right. And I, I think, think and I think when I first watched when I first watched advert, I can kind of, I was kind of on that mindset. Yeah, you know. And one um, one yeah.
3: another thing that another thing people were saying, oh, you need to put in more. Um more Asian like sport um sort of athletes in there. I was thinking the only Asian athlete I know that comes off the straight off the top of my head is um Amir Khan. Yeah, and he's not yeah, even yeah, from London. Sort of Bolton, isn't exactly. yeah, so I'm nice. like, well, who in London there is actually like a um who's Asian is actually like playing sports. Obviously that's that's a, a wider conversation and whatnot, but yeah. it's like I can't really think of anyone in London who has got like some big spot like that. Him. That yeah, that's gained prominence yeah, in, yeah. in doing sports
1: because but, when it gets if it gets to that stage where you're thinking, oh, who should we put in? It it, it gets it's, it's tokenism, isn't it? Yeah. It's like mm. who can we just put in because we want to give them a shout out. Yeah, yeah. and that again, like the, the other wasn't about diversity; it was about London culture and who's dictating London culture at the, time, at, the yeah. at the minute is, yeah, yeah. It is black Londoners. So
2: I do yeah. at the same time I do get the grievance because if you think about how Asians are generally depicted, you kind of have the what, what represents asians in the context of the uk or london is usually like you think of the shopkeeper i think a mm-hmm. boss man you think a exactly. chicken shop man mm. you think of a man in a market mm. and there's never there's never really a, and even when it comes to more of the younger uh crowd you think of like really astute academics and like yeah. mm. like new people in school that do you know what i mean it's so usually like,
3: quite a link because it's like someone sorry some, someone was telling me that you know a boss man that had um, two shops mm. and yet through the through the chicken through the through the through the chicken and chips that we were eating, hmm. he was able to fund his two kids hmm. for a nice private school education. Now they're doctors, <laughs> yeah. so that's that's yeah. the wow. mad in it. Like yeah. so, boss man has basically. I don't want to say appropriate us from eating loads of, you know, going to see your boss man pass Bro, me two for two they sell
2: us our weaves sell and, us and funding products, that. So from, 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 from having a <laughs> boss man to point getting
3: that I was, us to make
0: yeah, kids was through trying school. Yeah, let's hear Bilal like on this man. I want to hear what Bilal has say. So my say, point, what I was saying was, because I'm mixed race and I'm both Asian and black. Yeah? You never said that before, you know, I never knew that. You didn't know?
1: Why can you not know?
0: Shut <laughs> up, <man>. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway.
3: Wind <laughs> up um, <laughs> merchant, bruv? You're being a wind up
0: merchant,
3: man? We We're man. We're wearing the same clothes today as well. We we're we're, <laughs> we're, actually we're the here, same
0: so outfit. Flipping <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Patrick just copied. me Goku now, and man. who's the other one? So no yeah, one yeah, likes yeah, someone who wants, wants to be you. Vegeta, blood. Anyway, can stop sidelining me, please? Yes, sir. The point I was trying to make was, as being both, I've sat on like this interesting fence my whole yeah. life And I was talking to my mum about this And I was saying it's funny how When you are When you're part Asian and you're black Black people are like okay cool But if you're part black and you're Asian Asian people are less likely to say Oh cool we're still going to see you as an Asian person In our community mm. right And I have I think for me growing up that was so obvious mm. That um there was like an alienation Quite early on in my life Like a distinction made Okay that mm. he's He's not Asian. He's not one of us. Yeah. Mm. Can I just ask, um,
1: when people saw you growing up, could mm. they immediately tell Asian people tell that you weren't f-
0: like you weren't fully Asian? I, I don't think it's when you look at me. I think like you know the way that I look, my appearance wise, I do look quite Asian. But mm. Mm. then everything else around about me, almost like the way that I am, um, my culture, the things that I know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like quite obvious. Like, hang on, this guy's not proper Asian. Yeah. Um, and I think that was like the distinction that was made. I remember and I remember when this happened. I was 15, yeah? And we were in a shisha bar. And mm. It was like someone's birthday or something. And this one girl came over. And I'd never really ever considered this. I was just chilling with people from school. Mm-hmm. At that age, I wasn't thinking about race or anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this girl came over. She went, oh, yeah, you're, you're their black friend, innit? And I was like... Eh Like yeah. I just never It just yeah, never yeah, crossed yeah, my yeah, mind Because yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. in my school Was Asian I just never really thought About race yeah, at all yeah, yeah. Right And then this girl said Oh that I was the black friend I was like okay This is interesting I think mm. from there on I was more conscious mm-hmm. Of the fact that For most Asian people They're not going to regard me As one of them mm. So the point that I was Trying to make was Yeah that anti-blackness In Asian communities Is a real Is mm-hmm. a real thing mm-hmm. And that's what the retaliation Was on Twitter And it was It was rooted in anti-blackness And you were making that point As well mm-hmm. Pat mm-hmm. And I'm um, I think for me, like Lon- when we talk about representing London culture, yeah. and London culture being defined by Black people predominantly over the years,
1: mm.
0: that is that is true. Yeah, but, yeah. But then, but then this is interesting. It's like should we, in this day, when you talk about a diversity advert, the fact that people were, were seeing it as a diversity advert mm. is like, in this day and age.
1: But that's the problem. Yeah, the, it, the situation is so bad that an advert that accurately depicts London is seen as some diversity exercise. And therefore, yeah. everyone should be in it. Yeah. Everyone should have a chance to be in it. And it's just like no, like let's just let's just be frank about it. Do you feel that
3: black- sometimes, like, like when black people make headway, other cultures also want to buy in? To the of same course.
1: Thing. It's, they piggyback all the time.
3: Of I'm course. Just, I'm just asking. Yeah, no, I'm asking. Yeah. I'm asking. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying. Like, like, it's yeah. just a question, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. like <laughs> because because no, because it's like I'm just enthusiastically I hate you. Because one. it's like if I if I see if I well, I've seen all my life, but if I see like a, a white advert or a film predominantly full of white people, it's like whatever, I'll go and watch it. Um but the moment that narrative changes somewhat, mm. and it's predominantly a black cast or the advert is predominantly mm. black, all of a sudden people start screaming saying, I wanna buy into this, I wanna buy into this. And it goes into the 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 idea of, which I hate by the way, this idea of political blackness, just it, it grinds my gears so much. It's like, okay, oh, we're all in this together. No, you're not, you're not. Because as soon as something happens, other cultures will be the first to disassociate. So no, that's us. This is them. Yeah, but yeah. when things are on up, they will be like, yeah, yeah, come, let's join up together. It's not. Yeah. It's, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. It, it's, so that's why I, f- I find I found the whole pushback. I found it quite annoying because I'm like, yeah. okay, if it was a diversity advert, which I would say, as we all, as I think we all agree that it's not. It's, it's about. It's, it's about Nike reaching out to the end consumer and who's who who's gonna buy that product as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I wish Nike had the, the metrics and be good to look into who buys it and whatnot. Um, but it's like this whole notion of being politically black, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Okay, I, yeah, actually no, it doesn't make any sense to me whatever. And I, f- I find it kind of ridiculous because actually we've all got the same problems. But as soon as you see the, the so- somewhat, I, I don't know the harsh realities of what it is to be black in, in, in the city London, you know, small, small Bruce, pre- police brutality, excuse me, I'm not trying to compare it to the US, but obviously we have our one, two mm, moments exactly, here and there, yeah, yeah, sure. um, and all of these things, and the way we get treated in our schools, i.e. teachers not believing we can achieve all of these all of these issues mm. that Asians don't really go through. I don't hear them standing up for black people and saying, "Oh no, Obviously, they might say, you know, you might get the the, the odd person is saying it's wrong and it's, or whatever. Yeah. But generally, you don't you don't see people going out and outraged and saying, no. oh no, nah, they shouldn't be treated this way. The police brutality they received is wrong. Yeah. Why is it? Da 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 da. I even saw on your 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 Twitter below. There's one Asian Asian guy, some flipping troll, coming to troll you and is asking about oh Asians are the top performers in school, where and he's just making these like left field points. And I'm like, this is the this is this is this is the point exactly. It's like. Now that there's been some momentum and some traction, yeah. you want to eat you know, Asians wanna go and piggyback, da yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, but when when things are on when things are the other way around, no, we ain't got nothing to do with it. Uh, now, yeah. I have to provide the caveat. Obviously, there are there are Asians in London that because they understand the the narrative and the kind of the fact that black people in general, bell bellwethers when it comes to fashion and music and very rare, rare, they can be very respectful. But I find that all you have to do is go to these parents and these grandmas and to see kind of the just the the vitriol that will come out of their mouths. Yeah. They might be cool. In fact, I know a lot of Asian people that are that are cool, do you know mm. what I mean? And they and they probably think the same thing about the Nike advert that, you know what, this is not about diversity as such. It's about reaching out to the end and consumer. It's about inner city London life. Hence you see Skepta gigs, etc. etc. But it's like, well. Just go and ask your parents how you feel about bringing a a black boy or black girl home. And then we'll start talking and then we can start to have a real conversation.
0: So, Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. The, the, okay. So with an advert like that, yeah, where yeah. it is like we said, I'm gonna say it again, overwhelmingly black. Um, is <laughs> I love it, it man. I I need to get a hoodie or a t-shirt. <laughs> <It's lovely. Overwhelmingly laughs> black black. Yo, black copyright. Copyright, yeah. hey. okay. oh, oh, copyright over the bridge. Copyright over the bridge. black. Anyone who's listening who designs that, if you could make us that t-shirt, that'd be cool. Um. Anyway, but for a, should we be celebrating? Should we be celebrating those sorts of adverts
3: Yes, and I will tell you why. Yes. Absolutely yes, because when I th- when I think I'm about it, no, nah, yeah, I've taken my no oh, because you know what it is when when I think about it, yeah, <laughs> like various cultures in London generally stick with themselves and help each other out to get along in life, and you can think about the various cultures that have done that and have some of them have done it very successfully. I don't need to say any more than that. Some of them have done it absolutely. <laughs> oh, nah, real talk, it, no, real talk, innit? Real talk. Some of them have you. done it absolutely excellently. Man, and I'm that's sure that's, that's that to be praised, innit? That's to be praised. And Asian people have done it excellently. I remember seeing um, the, first ep- the first series of The Apprentice of Sir Allen. And there was a woman named Saira Khan. And she got, I think she got through to the final. And Tim Campbell, shout out Tim Campbell, Uncle Tim, he won in the end. And he beat Saira Khan, an Asian woman. Shout out Uncle Tim, innit? Nice guy still. But. I remember there was there was a challenge where they had to get products for the cheapest cost. Sarah Khan went in and said, "Yo, we are the Asian team representing The Apprentice. Can you help us out?" And one of the tasks was to go and get a DVD player. They gave it the the, the shopkeeper gave it to her for free. Mm-hmm. And that that as much as that's one example. That is an ex, that is kind of what goes on in life. About they help each other out. They stand on each other's shoulders. Yeah. Whereas I think as a as a community, black people sometimes. Have, have struggled. I think we're getting better, but I think they've, they've been, they've, and, and I say getting better and perhaps in an incremental sense as well, mm. because we're beginning to realize with this, you know, in London and, and across the UK, like a, mm. a growing up of the, the middle class. Mm. But like, I think it's only now that we're beginning to stick to each other. So why do we have to bring mm. other people in? And, and that's another thing that annoys me when it comes to like, um, even like things that are in our spaces, our music, our fashion, I don't mm. understand sometimes where, sometimes we're happy to sell off to other cultures. Yeah. This is the thing that I was gonna buy this, in.
1: This was gonna be my rebuttal. I feel like um, black people have always had to look out for each other because that's all we've known how to do. Like we, nobody else is fighting our battles for us. Um, so because we're always at the bottom of the pile and because we're told things about ourselves, which sometimes, we believe because we're we're socially conditioned to believe that mm. yes there is conflict within the black community mm. um, and yes um, there are times where you know we could help each other more but let's not forget that you know for us to carve out our way in this country in the first place
2: yeah
1: n- no one and when i and i say no one nobody had our back real talk real talk nobody man. had our back real talk, man. to the point where and i agree with you on this point that we were so red, readily um we're willing to always help other people to our detriment. Because that came up in Black Panther as well. You know, when they yeah, they take the guy to Wakanda and I'm just, everyone was like, nah, what are you doing? Like, because I think because black people are normally or always at the bottom of the pile, we know we know what it's like to be oppressed. And mm. we want to help people because
2: yeah. we can relate. Yeah. We yeah. can, relate. Like, I think we can always, it. always it relate. Show that Black people all like, like ethnic minorities are more likely to give money mm. than like middle-class white people. Mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. likely to help a homeless person. Mm-hmm, kind of
1: mm-hmm. Because and we know what we know what it's like to be at the bottom little, of the pile. Little. And if you look at the history of this country, like if it wasn't for black people in this country, Asian people wouldn't be where they are today. 100%. Yeah. And, where, and where people listening to this might think this is controversial, but listen to me, like bef- before... So when black people came here during the wind rush and then Asian people came came here around the same time, it was black people that was out on the streets fighting with these flipping skinheads National and whatever else and, and fighting own. for the rights of not just black people, but people of color, as ugly as a name that is, but it would have been worse back then colored people. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. We were, we were, and I, I was talking to this guy in um, Luton the other day, this taxi driver in Luton, Asian guy. And um, he was saying to me how, yeah, like he wouldn't own his house um, if it wasn't for um, his black colleague. Like he was just saying, basically it was his black colleague that got him a job on this construction job or something. And like, if it wasn't for him, he was just telling me how much he likes black people and he, how much he thinks there's a shame, especially in Luton, because Luton's very segregated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How he thinks there's a shame that Asian people turn their, uh, turn their backs on black people. Because mm. I think we were talking about Luton Council as well. Shout out yeah. Luton Council because we know well, people from Luton know. Anyway, it's like that in Newman as well, to be fair. Yeah, but, definitely, um, man. He was saying it's such a shame how the Asian community have turned their backs on Black people because if it w- wasn't for Black people, Asian people
3: wouldn't have a leg to stand on in this country. And that's 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 that's. I won't I won't say that's my gripe, but as I've got older, I've kind of understood that. Like so I was saying, when it's upside, they'll join you with the upside to mm. go and travel with you on that upside. Yeah. But when things turn and especially turn against you, mm. nah, nowhere to be seen. Mm. Don't get me wrong; there are obviously exceptions to it, but it's something I've seen again and again and again, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. what is going on? And that's because ultimately they are taught. Now my mum works in a school and she says that ironically enough, there are kids that come in like with primary school kids. There are kids that come in, Mm -hmm. they can speak English fluently, but the parents will insist that they're going to speak their mother tongue so that they go and get taught they go and get extra resources to go and teach them English. And yeah, these are the same kids that are going to, they're so going to use all the resources when quite frankly, they don't need it. Yeah, they're going to be the ones that like, mm. and you can almost say smart on, on the part of the parents, but it's like, and they're going to be the ones to be the doctors and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, they're almost wasting resources, even though the parents are saying you're being smart with it. And it's like, mm. oh, they are taught to, they are taught to take advantage of the system. But you know In what? a way.
1: I, I actually don't disagree with that. Um, I think... Rob this England. Like I'm about that life. Like yeah. get what you can from <laughs> the state. It. It's, uh, no, I'm fully, the, yeah, the, is, the issue is, is that we as black people, we suffer because, just because it's, I feel like it's yeah. almost like a separate discussion. Get what you can from the state.
3: Like, no, but I don't, I don't think it is separate though, because I have to think these things happen. Mm. And then who gets the, who gets like, in in, I don't want to say in the eyes of white people, Asians and Black are, are seen the same. No, they're not. No, no they're no, no they're not. What and I'm what? not. I'm not saying that. no, they're not. No, 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 no. But I'm saying when when you think about like things like schools and these institutions, hmm. they are put together as a metric. Black and ethnic minorities generally. Before you do a second level dive and you split between the two. So when one community does something and the other doesn't do something, and who's who's gonna get? Who's gonna be the full guy or full girl? Most of the time, it's gonna be a black person. Yep. Once they get through to that second level of diving and saying, "Oh, actually, within the black and ethnic um, communities, I even hate the term uh, BAME. It just it gets it pisses yeah. me off." Yeah. So because what happens? Are oh, you look into it or you look at the statistics about in the workplace? Um, there are twenty five percent of people who are BAME who are at senior levels. How many are black? How many?
0: Yeah. So yeah. Look, so I'm getting, getting mad. That I'm getting. I'm, really sorry, getting sorry, no, I'm sorry. No. So, that, so when I said, yeah, <laughs> oh, So um, should we celebrate things? Everyone was like, yes, right. We should celebrate when adverts like this are made. We should, but for what reasons? <laughs> this is this is. No, I'm, I'm a
2: bit tired of the whole symbolism thing. Like, is is one thing to like. I mean, it's good for I think a younger generation for like people coming up, people like teenage years and younger, where it's like, okay, mm. I can see myself, so they can. It makes them a bit more aspirational, and like feel that like they're being represented, but then. You get to a certain time where it's like, okay, you have this, it's like a symbolic victory, but there's no real tangible benefits to mm. us that are, um, yeah, that are kind of on a longer term basis. Mm. So, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit reluctant to celebrate every time we have some this, symbolic this what, victory. So, what I want to know
0: really is like, what does, um, what doesn't, what does representation do in that sense, right? Other, yeah, like,
1: well, um, I, I hear what you're saying, Kweku, and I feel like people. I think they definitely underestimate the importance of um, of cultural representation and co- and cultural capital. Yeah. Like, um, it was, um, I was, I saw this tweet today about um, Michael Jackson dropping Beat It, um, the music video for it. And MTV, so MTV back then, like, there was no black people on MTV. MTV mm, was, was very, very, very yeah, TV. it was rock and roll. Um, and <clears throat> uh, Michael Jackson, obviously, um uh, broke some some barriers Broke down some barriers um, But then obviously the people that came after him as well In the hip hop world And let's say that hip hop now never ever made it onto MTV And never made it into the mainstream Even though obviously hip hop has been appropriated And all this, that and the other But could we honestly say that hip hop Would be as big as it is today Without reaching that mainstream appeal Way back when yeah. on MTV mm-hmm. And this, this is the, cool. like I, and, and, and I feel like because yeah, I agree with you. Like these symbolic things, like what, what is you know, what's the bottom line at the end mm, of the day? Mm. Um, and the same can be said about Black Panther, which I feel we should also talk about in this this discussion as well. Um, but I think it it's important that we see ourselves and we see accurate depictions of ourselves mm-hmm. on screen mm-hmm. and especially with black panther for the first time well not the first time but it was one of the rare times where i saw a story about black people that was written by black people yeah, yeah, and you could yeah, tell yeah. it was written by black people why because of the nuances in the, the critiques the nuances in 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 the storyline the nuances nuances in the characters as well like you could t- and for once like the jokes weren't like these kind of like they were there were jokes that black people would get without it being like you know this kind of obvious stereotype kind yeah, of do you know what yeah, i mean yeah it was just it was so beautiful to have our own narratives written by us and it's not it's not a common thing and i think mm. the more that we have that that is a reason to celebrate it so mm. yeah like we're, we're ages behind mm.
2: yeah
1: obviously like it's, it's a joke like you know we're celebrating in big 2018 a film like black panther and it's causing you know such a Outrage, so, so, what? Out, outrage, but also like even the sort of benevolent kind of kind kind like, of, yeah, like it's outrage. Like, it's overwhelmingly black. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, because it's set in Africa. Like, what is <laughs> it gonna be? Overwhelmingly Polynesian? <laughs> yeah. Like, what yeah, are you talking yeah, yeah. about? <laughs> but the fact that you know that that it exists mm-hmm. is still a positive. Um, and I feel like we can't underestimate the importance of cultural capital. Yeah, um,
3: no, for sure, for sure. I, I for think sure. I, I, just to go off what Pat said, and I think that's that spot, and I think quickly right about the symbolism and if you if, for lack of a better word tokenism as well you yeah. you get to a point in time where you begin to get tired of mm. seeing it but the visibility is a good thing and it's important especially for those younger than us yeah. who hopefully we're trying to create a better that's, path for yeah. that's it, and that's yeah. important mm. um and i think i think that's a that's a element um which is important because it's important to see that people can be taste makers change makers bellwethers I just being authentically them without having to go and adapt and be someone else. That's They're that uncomfortable yeah. with being yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that is that's that's important. I think. Yeah.
2: yeah, but I think there's a distinction between being represented, for instance, like being seen as okay, there's a couple of black people in this overwhelmingly white or middle class, or whatever kind of mm. place. Mm. Um compared to like, okay, we have the resources and ability to create our own narratives. Mm, There's a a huge distinction between the two. 100%. And I'm definitely for, for like, if we can create our own narratives, Mm. we're not dependent on, you know, having a couple of people that can, to aspirational kind of, okay, I can be in this space. So like, no, we can create our own space and Yeah. Yeah. I mean. have that prominent. So
0: you think this week with like, okay, that Nike advert and a Black Panther, Mm. there's been, I, from what I've observed, there's Mm. been a lot of just celebration and like almost pride in being black. Of course, yeah, man. And so I guess this for me, what like seeing representation, um, Like I'm, I'm fully with you on the tokenism point, but I think when you do see how, how excited it just makes people. Well, the thing yeah. is, we yeah. have
1: to be clear that this yeah. isn't just like superficial um, tokenism or the super representation of the superficial kind. It's authentic. Mm. And that's why I feel like I wanted to celebrate that. <clears throat> that like Londoner advert. <coughs> Excuse me. Because it's an authentic depiction of London. It's not like this is London. Here we have Notting Hill. Here we have Piccadilly yeah. Circus. And there's <laughs> black people. Look at the black people. Let them break dance. There goes my black friend. Break dance. It was like this yeah. is London. Yeah. Black people, there's bare black people. And mm. that's and that's what London is like. Yeah, and yeah. black people are dictating the culture. It's not like, you know. Mm. Black people have their little segment. Okay. And then we and yeah, And that's yeah, why yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the thing with the, uh, the the Asian representation debate, I think it's like you lot it I don't I don't I don't want to be patronizing, but if you're Asian and you see that and you say, you know, where's us? It's like, well, you're just crying out for crumbs then, aren't you? You're crying out for scraps, you're crying out mm. for tokenism mm. because you feel like because there's a bunch of black people in the advert, what we should do now is give your, you give you guys a chance to shine. And it's like I can understand the need for representation of Asian faces on television don't get me wrong yeah, yeah, but yeah. what are you asking for you know what are you are you really just going to like because we've done black people have done that for years where we just do this tap dancing thing and we just do this kind of like oh we're there and you know it's really cool like he's going to rap now do a rap mm, yeah. you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you what I think is important about that advert is the authenticity of it it's not because there's black people or because it's diverse. It's because it's authentically London, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for it to be authentically London, you're going to see black faces in it and you're going to see black culture in it. That's why I think it's it's a reason to celebrate it. Mm. You know?
3: Real talk. Real talk, man.
0: So cool. where do you think we go next in terms of representation on screen? I mean, Kweku, you talked about, like, creating our own and our own narratives. Own our
3: own masters, yeah. bro. That's
2: yeah, it. Man. That's it. I mean, there's... there's I think... Naturally, with things moving a bit away from TV and everything being a lot more internet based, there's the barriers to entry are a bit lower. I yeah. think, that, but there's still, in terms of like having your an audience and having people, your message and your product actually out there. But there's still limitations in, in regards to the access to resources mm-hmm. to allow you to produce things, to so like mm-hmm. have the mm-hmm. equipment, to have studios, and have all this type of thing. Yeah. So I think once we can get to a position where we have ownership of the actual production, yep. resources and facilities, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's like, that's when we can have like a real big impact. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's the next step for us. Really.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'd say with a film like Black Panther as well, and I think at the moment there's, I guess like a, almost a, another kind of like Black Renaissance when it comes to Hollywood um, and um, television as well. Um, US television, uh, Black television, uh, British television, sorry, is a little bit behind, but, I feel we'll come to that in a minute. with Black British actors going to the United States, um, but what you're seeing at the moment, like you're seeing a lot of the same crowds of people in like this Black Renaissance coming up and bringing with them like new opportunities. Mm. So obviously Ava, um, Ava Duvernay, mm-hmm. um, Ryan Coogler, mm-hmm. uh, Child, um, Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Like, there's a lot of.
2: Eastern opportunity.
1: Ray. Issa Ray, of yeah, course. Yeah. Issa Ray started off on YouTube. Like she was an awkward mad. black girl on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And now she's come out of insecure. Has she got has she got a film coming out or or d I can't even remember? <laughs> but these people in the United States, like this this sort of black renaissance, they're creating opportunities for each other. Because I was I was having a conversation about this the other day um with my girlfriend, and we were talking about um why sort of Donald Glover um she, basically we're having this argument about whether Will Smith was more important for the culture and black people coming up than Donald Glover because obviously there's like a th- wow. almost a 30-year time That's difference. Question, man. Eesh. And I was arguing that um, Will Smith, like, less, I, I wasn't necessarily saying that Will Smith um, had done more than Donald Glover. I can't remember exactly what the terms of the argument was because we argue a lot, you know. Um, <laughs> arguing in the kind of debate sense. But... Um, the thing that I was saying to her was that, yeah, Will Smith, like she was like, oh, so like after Will Smith did Fresh Prince who came up with him, you know, and that's the measure of it. And I said, yeah, like, I agree with you. But at the same time, like, were there enough opportunities at the time for actors around Will Smith to come up and be in, you know, Hollywood blockbusters and things like that? But I feel like now there are those opportunities because it's gotten to a stage where someone like Donald Glover can do Atlanta and then people off the back of Atlanta will end up in Get Out, like um, Mm. Keith Stanfield, do you know what I mean? Um, Daniel Kaluuya, he did Get Out and then now he's in um, Black Panther, Mm. do you know what I mean? This
3: this reminds me of, um, I saw a clip of um, Viola Davis actually. mm -hmm. And um, she was saying it's taken her about two decades plus to now begin to get paid anywhere near where she feels she's worth. And by the way, she has, so many accolades. So when mm. different, you know, producers call her up, they say, oh you're the Black Meryl Street," and she at first she used to be like, "Oh yeah, this is cool, this is cool." then she's like, "Why don't you pay me like Meryl Street?" Yeah, and I've done this and this. Yeah. and it's not like, it's like I have received accolades, Tonys, Emmys. And yeah. I don't know if she's got an Oscar, but like she's, you know, she's got mm. untold awards, mm. and they still want to pay her short. Mm. Mm. And so she's mm. like, "You got to pay me like I'm Street yeah. now, yeah. or at least pay me what you think I'm worth." And mm. I will agree with you and say, "Yeah, this is what I'm worth." So mm. I think. Yeah, you're right. The, the the visibility is important and and but it's just I think we do this this is almost a longer question of we have to get to the point where, you know, in a sense, like one of my one of my favorite artists out of the US is a guy called Nipsey Hussle because yes. one of his messages is about owning your own equity and owning your own masters. Yeah. He is very insistent on having your own masters and essentially having yeah. your own creative, creative control. And yeah. it goes out to um Birdman as well and when Birdman did the, the big I, can't, I don't know if he did the deal with Universal he did the deal the usually with music deals now it's probably changed now but it used to be 80-20 they get 80% and mm. you get a 20% cut yeah. now don't get me wrong it's big money for you as an individual he was like and baby was like, nope, we're doing it another way around. I get eighty, you get twenty. I don't need you guys. Mm. It's like you want a bit of my, you want a bit of my cake. You're, you're gonna do it my way. The, yeah, and so I think yeah. that's important. We have, right. to, and that's a longer question about how we can develop that. Yeah. But we need to get to the point where, in no matter what f- sphere we're in, yeah. we own our own masters, and we can put our cultural capital, and intellectual mm. capital, and mm. Mm. financial capital at some point in time, and actually begin to 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 build things up yeah, for yeah. people that are ahead of us. Because yeah. that's that's when we begin to get. Real clout, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah,
2: so. yeah. But I think, I think a thing with that, like related to Birdman's come up and cash money and what have you, the reason that they were able to go there and negotiate those kind of terms is because they had a track record of selling hundreds of thousands yeah. from yeah little stores from the yeah. cars yeah, yeah, yeah. They, the audience was there so it was clear that I was going to make money yeah. so they had that leverage yeah. Yeah. same thing
3: with Nip as well like. and same thing yeah. with Nipsey Hussle as yeah. well mm. so he
2: doesn't really need them he's like alright cool it can work in a partnership sense that's right yeah. and yeah, because, yeah. and that's because <coughs> they've created something that is of value already yeah. and I think that's a stage that we're at now where to be fair if Nike didn't do an advert like that or say if um you said something about like if hip hop wasn't on MTV would well, mm. it still kind of got to the stage where mm. it's and I think the case is yes because inherently it was something of such value mm. that the masses were already hip to it. Yeah. So if hip, if MTV didn't do it another station mm, would have done exactly. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Which just they were lucky that they were the first one to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. It would have been another one mm-hmm. organisation. Mm-hmm. Or um, if we'd got to the stage where we had resources to do it ourselves even better but mm. naturally it would have been competition for it. So I think we have to come in with the mindset like Knowing that we're the shit and we create all this yeah. value already, mm. Mm. it's like then we can negotiate but I, these terms better, I Yeah,
1: think. yeah. And it's about being the gatekeepers of yeah. of 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 these opportunities. And I feel like now, especially in Hollywood, now what you're seeing is like um what's his name? Jordan Peele um, directing being um did the Oscars haven't run yet, but nominated for an Oscar. So mm. someone like Jordan Peele as a director, like this guy is now a gatekeeper. Donald Glover as well with Atlanta, Issa Ray, um, Ava DuVernay, like they're now able to create. Now that they've had their first step, they have the clout and they can say, look, like, this is what I've done. There's no way now that you can tell me that what I make, yeah. even if
3: it's overwhelmingly mm-hmm. black, uh, won't sell. You know yeah. what? We need to st- we need to stand on their shoulders as well. Yeah. Something that gets to me, I- I've noticed yeah, a lot of the time is in. I can only speak from my perspective, but I've seen a lot. A lot of the time, in in corporate spaces, in 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 these corporate spaces, you are gonna talk to someone that is senior and black, and a lot of the time, they won't be prepared to help you because they want to be yeah. the one black person dominating the space. I've seen that again and yeah, again yeah, and again, same. and it's like I don't understand because what I was what I was alluding to earlier with such kind of uh, in a righteous sense was <laughs> I almost know for a, I've, calm, calm, I've had to calm down, <laughs> down. but what, but if, I, if I'm thinking rationally about it, yeah. If, and I've seen this before, if an Asian person goes to a senior Asian person and asks for help, more than likely they're gonna get the help and will get the propulsion they need to go forward. Yeah. If a black person in the corporate space goes to someone, There is a chance it may not happen. It's happened to me enough times. I don't want to there's no need for me to name anybody or any institutions. I won't do that. That's not the point. But I've asked people for help in corporate spaces, nine helping you, or no reply, or no nothing. And I'm thinking Mm. if someone else were to do it, with someone else, it wouldn't happen. So we need to change our mindset of ah, there's this young kid coming behind me Mm. and he's here to take my spot. It's like, well, cool. He should take my spot because i'm going to move on as well but the thing is like, it's, it's the nature of white supremacy and being in that white environment
1: means that we have so few opportunities that not saying that i agree with that stance of not helping the mm-hmm. person coming behind you but at the same time like you know how much tap dancing that guy must have done to get in that <laughs> position for him to be like oh if i let this young in now like he's just probably gonna f it up for me because you know, he's gonna come in with his hip hop music and whatever. No, and but that's, but, but well, do you know and, what I mean? No, but, but I hear
3: you, I hear you but that's that's no, but I I completely agree with you. Yeah. And that's why sometimes when I think about it, I can't even be mad. Yeah. But when I think about it, yeah, if that's gonna be the case, yeah, then why can't the old man just mentor me and say, Look, this is these are the things that I did that at least can help you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So in the cuz I, I, I agree with you completely. But, but my point
1: like, is my point is the playing fields on it's not it's not a level playing field when we when we discuss Asian people having these kind of like Bringing moments and black people having these bringing moments. That's true. Because, that's true. Um, I feel like Asian people in in a white space in white supremacy, um, they are able to, they they're given a, a lot more license than black people. So like, as a black person, if you're in that very white space, you have one strike and you're out. You see what I mean? You mess up once, that's it. You're you're done. So and I and I, I don't feel that Asian people have that. They don't. They're not. Obviously, like, you know, they're not on the same level as white people, but they're much closer to, you know, that level of being where white people are at than where we are. Do mm. you see know what I mean?
3: Yeah, relatively speaking, absolutely. I, absolutely. Do you see know what I mean? Absolutely. So
1: because, because of that, like, this whole bitter, older, Uncle Ruckus black guy that don't want to, you know, yeah. like, I, it's, I don't agree with <laughs> it. Ruckus.
3: I don't agree with it, but... No, I can't be, I can't be too mad. I can't be too yeah, mad. The point is that yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, a yeah, level yeah. playing field. I can't be mad.
0: But, on, on, go on. On that point... Yeah. yeah, so I just want to wrap, like bring it back and sort of wrap wrap this up. Yeah, um, so I, I want to
1: talk a bit more about like, Black Panther though. Can we talk a bit more about that? Yeah, yeah. All right then, because I feel like we haven't talked about it.
2: Right. We've for a minute though. Hmm? When did we start? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we started been, This let's, has been I a while. Feel, a let's just move on to
1: Black because uh, yes. we watched it, three out of the four of us to watch it this weekend. Tom hasn't watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Need to watch it. I know. But I know. yeah, it's all on our all on our minds at the moment. Um, even. Um, the guy that's recording us. Here. Should I, I leave the room for this
3: what? purpose, while well, you can talk spoilers and no, uh, I, we don't need, need to talk spoil about the spoilers so no, much. No, we can but but
1: talk about. Let's the just concept. quickly go through what what was your favorite thing, I guess, about Black Panther and why. Um. Mm.
0: I think, um, in fact, there was an authentic conversation what we were talking about before, like where mm. you can actually sympathize with the villain, mm-hmm. yeah. like with the message that the villains coming with, yeah, yeah. You can actually think, oh my god, like this is there's a reason for that.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Killmonger's character... I was talking about this yesterday. um, I was tweeting about it. And I thought it was a really interesting critique, I think, on um, the kind of African-American understanding of Africanness and Pan-Africanism. I feel like it was almost a critique of kind of the very people that would like kind of love Black Panther. Do you see what I mean? So they have this idea like, you know, they have a right to africa which they do Mm. um and almost like they've been abandoned by the continent because you know their ancestors were taken across the atlantic Mm. and obviously the thing that he says at the end is very poignant about you know he'd rather jump ship than be in bondage Mm. i feel like there's a lot a lot of his character has a lot to do with this this kind of tension within the diaspora um, between you know continental africans and and the rest of the Mm. diaspora um but this idea that you know by by rights, by being of African descent, they yeah. can just call the shots when they go to Africa. or when it comes to discussions about yeah, Africa, yeah, yeah. Um, and they can just go. There. Because one thing I saw it was funny was someone basically tweeted like, "They're like, Killmonger. As soon as he became king, he just started moving like an African dictator, doing bare reckless stuff, just doing what he wants. And there was very little thought to what he was going to do. He had this idealistic aim of like, you know, Wakanda. We're going to use Wakanda's um, resources." and rule the world Mm. and it's like bro like that's a that's a reach that's a jump how do you get that's not it's not feasible it's not mm. it's not realistic um and i feel like very often uh when people from outside the diaspora talk about africa the continent we have these very idealistic pan-african um views that just it's not sustainable uh, and you need to unpack what it is that you're trying to do first before you just say, Yeah man, we can you know,
3: black people can rule the world or no, but do you know unsustainable hell I mean? because like, I've not seen the movie. Yeah so I'm just going What's the movie, movie first? But, nah. No, I know I'm not gonna comment no 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 but but, but for example like yeah. um one of the things that always interests me is yeah. like when I think about where we're going mm. in like a techno technological space mm. the resources that we need to sustain our technological desires into you know this kind of yeah. fulfillment and whatnot a lot of the resources can be found in Africa like Cobalt and all of these kind mm-hmm. of things mm-hmm. like Vibranium yeah, as well yeah, some telling me. <laughs> we <Yeah. audience." laughs> someone was telling me a lot of these resources can be found in deep deep sub-Saharan Africa yeah. like Congo and all of these yeah. other places and stuff like that so like, I haven't seen the movie so that's the caveat there but these kind of notions and comments that mm-hmm. I see like
2: I would say watch, definitely okay, watch the movie I know yeah, I have to watch it first I know I have to watch it you first, see that Patrick So just to, just on the point you yeah. said about how there was the tweet or whatever saying that um he started move- Killmonger started moving like an African dictator. I saw one kind of kind of critique of that or like a combat to that where um one of my brothers was like, actually, it seems like he's moving more like an American than an African dictator yes. in the sense mm. that mm. <laughs> he had a very imperialist mindset. Yep. Yep. So go in, take yep. the resources, call the shots. Yep. Even though you're from a, a completely outside culture, not yep. taking into account how Just traditions how things, exactly, how things, how things, are, how done. things are already that, yeah, in operation. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. brings yeah. me
3: on to another well, same point, but it's like Someone said, I think Chimamanda, auntie. She she said she said um, that you can notice the difference between Anglophone Africa and Francophone Africa. And, and by this, what she's saying is that the, the imperialistic links between France and French speaking Africa, mm-hmm. Congo and the, and the South African d'Ivoire, and a lot of West Africa, mm. are still there. So a lot of the countries still get charged some kind of tax by of France. Of course, yeah, yeah. Whereas in Britain, they've kind of, I'm not saying it's complete, there's complete freedom, but obviously there's a, there was emancipation and independence that these countries have. Mm. And so. And she was even saying, when you think about things like the the, the um, Central African franc, I think, which mm-hmm. is it's linked, it used to be linked to the franc. I think it's linked to the euro now. She's like, she finds it a deplorable idea. And yet, when people from from uh, Francophone Africa go to France, they're treated like dirt, almost the way people who went from anglophone Africa to to the UK got treated many years ago. A mm-hmm. lot a lot of, a lot of uh, people's parents being cleaners and stuff like that when they first got here and that kind of stuff. So she's saying it's kind of deplorable and the nature of imperialism, what it has done and the effects of imperialism. So p- places like Belgium to Congo, France to Côte d'Ivoire, yeah. um, Portugal to Angola, for example. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? All yeah. these kind of forms of exploitation, rare, 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 and, you know, so... Mm. Mm. I thought I'd bring a history lesson that's in any yeah, So yeah. wow, That's
0: deep, man. How you mm. know all of this stuff? You know what is now? No, but you know
3: what it is. No, and I, I was at ARU. I can't one of the, one of the things that upset me, actually. I won't I'll probably get into trouble if I give it give it into specific specific details, but I was looking at a company, a French company, and um, they bought um, some um landslash plantations. In a francophone-speaking country in Africa. I don't want to go into the details because I don't want to get in trouble and whatnot. And I was when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is actually mad. Because it's just a reflection of old. Yeah. A, 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 a French company, big, big French company, going into Francophone, Africa, mm. a place they've been there before because they have the comfort to do it, mm. going in there, buying um some, some land plantations, things that will give this French company mm. resources, which, you know, to some extent will, will benefit the end user of what some of some of us will be that, that. I'll talk to you guys about afterwards. But it was like, this is actually something of old that yeah. I've seen before. Mm. Just masked up into a very And when I saw yeah. it, I was like, oh. And I was like and when I looked at the price tag as well, I was like it's not that much for the, the what they're about to receive. Yeah. And so it was it just makes you think this thing is still here. Doesn't change. Yeah. You know, oh, and the infrastructures yeah.
2: that are still in place in these countries yeah. are still very much for instance, and like, yeah. The legal yeah. system yeah. in like places like Côte d'Ivoire. And even still and, and
3: yeah. one, one thing that always bothers me when people talk about Africa is the fact that um, um Africa cannot go and kind of develop its it's a really complicated story, but people talk Africa cannot develop its capital markets, da 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 and there are so many systemic issues. And so, and then, and then, all of a sudden, you get um, the you get the Chinese coming, large state-owned enterprise come into Africa and and build up Africa. We know why they're doing it. It's almost it's almost a form of colonialism in itself. Of course, it is. And yeah, it, right. but but the thing is, they're giving access. They're giving um, these countries the access to build infrastructure for whatever purpose. It's probably up to them. But they're they're at least developing the access. So and 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 there are there are organizations in the world that are supposed to do these kind of things there are these kind of what we call SSAs, supranational sovereigns and agencies for any that's financially inclined that are supposed to do these things that, that do not do it. And that means that countries like Nigeria, and the reason why I point out Nigeria is not to start a war is ultimately because I honestly believe that the world, but, from a, can I have a little history lesson here? Is Random that okay? So when I, will be quick, in, 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 in Africa- <laughs>
0: You do want a cup of tea? In, in,
3: like, so, so from a, I guess from a, like a financial markets point of view and the way Africa is perceived, you can almost say it's perceived in three ways. Number one, you've got the north of Africa, mm. which is very French, is very heavily influenced in France mm. because yeah. like the, the Arabic, because yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Shah in Iran, the Shah um well you know, of Iran used to go up to, to France and a lot of people from like Tunisia, Algeria, there's that French connection, shout out Zinedine Zidane, that kind of link. Mm. So that's kind of an, uh, that's that's not for London, that's for Paris to deal with. And that's always kind of been like that, um, which is why you see a company like Renault having loads of cars in it, um, Iran, in in, in, Iran, in Algeria, and stuff like that, mm. because of the access they have, there, because of the language. Then you have South Africa, completely different story, but always kind of seen to be the kind of, you know, beacon of light in Africa. But again, very different story, no need to go into it. Everyone knows exactly what I mean, completely different story. Then you have Sub-Saharan Africa, so that's ECOWAS, So that's like Cote d'Ivoire, Togo, Nigeria, Ghana, da 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 da. And out of all of those countries, Nigeria is the one which is the most observed from a global financial perspective. The reason being is because biggest population. It's said to be one of the widest, very entrepreneurial um, culture there. Um, but there are obviously things that still need to improve there, like law of um, rule of law and other such things. And here's my thing about Africa in terms of. By that I mean Sub-Saharan Africa. So. We're talking about Congo, we're talking about West Africa. This is what I mean. So please don't take what I'm saying the wrong way. you picture exactly what I'm saying. For Africa to develop, Nigeria has to go and develop first from a financial point of view, because of the fact that it is it is where the spotlight is on. Mm. And so, but no one is really giving Nigeria a chance to go and develop in, in that. We're not saying that someone has to give it a chance, but mm. it is not being given a chance to show it, itself in its best light.
1: But some people will say that Nigeria sure. is um set up to fail though because um when the british left yeah, it
3: i've heard this one yeah yeah when I the agree. british
1: left it you know obviously they they left a lot of the power that else that in the north of nigeria yeah mm. um yeah. and also because you know it's it's a it's a country of so many different ethnicities yeah. that yeah. it's almost doomed to fail from the start because yeah. you know yeah. how are you gonna get this kind of cohesion if there's all these different stakeholders yeah. in this one single which is supposed to be a single nation state with all these you know hundreds of languages and yeah. cultures
3: and whatever which, is why, which is why Biafra was a glorious thing to, i say too as well to people watching it from the outside of nigeria because they wanted to see an event which would make that place implode yeah it was glorious to people here in, yeah. in the uk in the us it was a glorious event it wasn't glorious at all there were mm. deaths and for what purpose as well mm. do you know what i mean like yeah. end purpose so yeah. yeah
1: i think um it's yeah this this is kind of touched on in um in Black Panther though the way that th- because in obviously this is, this is not a spoiler Wakanda the reason why it was able to develop in the way that it did is because it was never touched by colonialism and people didn't know the, the of its of its um of its potential of its resources um so yeah I I I agree like there's this thing where you know we we talk about you know developing allowing Africa to develop but it's like as long as there's this 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 gaze on this on, on on Nigeria or wherever else, it won't be allowed to do so. For like either you know, um, people will see the the wealth and the resources that's there and will look to kind of you know just start up a new neo-colonial project, um, or it will just become this kind of um, example of oh see look this is why Africa can't work because mm-hmm. you know look it's got all this all this um, all this potential and still you know, um, but yeah man. Um. Yeah, I'd, I yeah. wanted to. Hear, I wanted. I wanted to hear Quaker
2: What was your favorite part from? from oh yeah. Like, Sorry for the um, history lesson, guys. I <laughs> awesome. A favorite part. Do you know? I think ugh, it's a weird one. I think one thing I liked about it was. Um, I think one thing was like what we touched on in terms of the conversation, like the internal conversations between like Africa and the diaspora. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I think also one thing to bear in mind was. I think there's there is power in having a image of what a perfect or like a utopian kind of image of of vision of what can be done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And having that through Wakanda. Yeah. It mm-hmm. gives like even though it might be mad in the future or unrealistic, yeah. whatever yeah. it gives you like a a case study in a sense of yeah. okay, right, this is something that we can achieve in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that given there's given that kind of uh, image for other people to like think, okay, yeah. there's something to work towards. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think what I
1: liked about yeah. that most as well is that it wasn't a perfect image. Like, even though, because very often, like you know, like when we talk about Africa in this like um, romantic sense, it's very like, you know, in in back in the day before colonialism, like it was like this and it was like that and there were no problems and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. no, it's, like obviously there's 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 we're human beings, there's gonna be conflict and I, I liked how like they didn't present this like wholly romanticized view of what what was like because they had this internal conflict mm-hmm. like with T'Challa and his and and his dad um, disagreeing mm. on you know that thing which we won't mention, yeah. um, and
2: even within the different tribes, exactly, Wakanda, yeah. yeah. Like
1: when when they had to choose who the next king was going to be, you know, like people weren't happy that T'Challa was going to be the next king. So mm. I like the fact, and also the other thing, somebody tweeted this as well. They said the one sort of when they sort of did these pan shots of Wakanda, like the only real difference that you saw between like Wakanda and like, you know, a um, West Africa or any other like African um, city, like an urban space, um, was that it was just like, you had like these kind of like sci-fi elements to it, but mm. it still had like, you know, like the like kind of like the dusty, the red dirt, dusty roads. Mm. Um, and like, you still had like the kind of, like there's still the same vibrance and the same kind of, um, yeah, like it wasn't like this polished, like super, like, because it, it, it shouldn't be that way because, you know, it's not going to be like that. Um, it was still very much like, it still looked like Africa. It wasn't like having London and implanting it. Exactly. In like the like it, was, yeah, it, it was, it was this um, utopia that wasn't any less African. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I get, yeah. Um, I get. Which I, I, I really liked that as well. Like, you know, like when they're walking through the market, it still felt like, you know, like it looked to me like when I was in Lagos or, you know what I mean? It looked, yeah. it looked authentic. Yeah. that word again yeah. Um, but yeah man I thought it was anybody that hasn't seen it yet I don't know what you're doing because by the time we push push this out I don't even know if it's going to be <laughs> yeah. still the weekend you need to see that film I'm going to watch it another two times at least um, but yeah
0: yeah man cool and I, I think um, yeah sort of to wrap it up I guess we've talked a lot about representation this mm. week and it's been a it's been a good week for representation as a whole yeah. um, just one like final thought from someone wants to finish up um whose responsibility is it Mm. to make sure that we are positively represented it's ours always i
1: mean nobody else is gonna do it um it's always been that way for black people like and and this is why i feel strongly about the the piggyback thing that we're talking about with other other communities saying oh why what about us when black people do well it's like well you know step your game up like do you know what i mean like Nobody was helping us. Nobody was shooting in the gym when we were we were there. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> like, because the, the same thing came up with Black Panther as well. Like, um, someone was tweeting um about how they were like, oh yeah, Aquaman um it's gonna feature a Polynesian lead actor and it's directed by an Asian man, and you're not seeing all the fuss and hype that Black Panthers um receiving. And it's like, well, like, that's not our job. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, it's not our job. There are literally like. Two billion Asian people on the planet. Like, you can do that. We don't need to hold your hand and help you do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm glad that you know you feel that you you deserve more, more. Um, you know, uh, it should have more attention. Now do the work. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. black people have been given free labor for how long? Why Why do we still have to do it? So, yeah, it's it's down to us. But it also means that we shouldn't have to be helping other people all the time. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Is that yeah. controversial? I don't
3: no, think it no, is. No, no, no. Obviously, obviously, no. There's, there's, there's. I get, I get what you mean. Obviously, there's, there's being. I don't want to say altruistic because <sighs> let's not even go into that one about altruism. It was obviously helping people out of the goodness out of your own self, but of course, part yeah. of that is. You would hope that it's reciprocated. But it's never it's rarely And I was, gonna, yeah, I was gonna say, and a lot of the time, it doesn't look like it's being reciprocated. <laughs> it's, so man. you get to the point where you just think in that kind of Nipsey hustle or birdman, no, nah, I just need to own my own masters, that's all I need to do. Mm. And create my own economy. That's you know, that that kind of thing, and create your own space. And that's I think I think I think people are beginning to to realise that what, what what's the black man can't fool again? Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know them ones, innit? Yeah. So you know, it's it's. Wait, I didn't know you were West Indian.
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 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 no, I'm not. I'm not, not, African still, but <laughs> like that
3: man can't fool again. Like it's wow, not snob- but seriously, se- seriously, yeah. that's 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 what it is, isn't it? So
0: mm.
1: yeah, no, yeah, I,
0: man. yeah, that's 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 my car. That's my Calm. stance, man. And yeah. on that note, represent, represent. Um, this yeah, that's what wraps up our discussion yeah. on representation. Yeah, in a week, Black stuff. owned studio
1: as well. Where yep. We're recording. Yep. Shout out, Brent. Shout yeah, out.
0: Um, In a week that's brought us the Nike advert and Black Panther is obviously um, a big topic of conversation right now. If you do want to carry on the conversation, like feel free to, you know, talk to us on Twitter. Yeah, man. Um, we've, got got pod, we've got a hashtag yet. We've got a hashtag CK. yet. We, we'll find out a hashtag. <laughs> just a hashtag O-T-B. A hashtag O-T-B, 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 yeah, O-T-B. OTB. Hashtag OTB. UK. Or OTB UK. Hashtag OTB podcast. Hashtag OTB podcast. Making this on the spot, you know? So, yeah. yeah, just making up right now. We're but you, you will find Tweet us. Just tweet us. And we'll retweet you for now. We'll retweet you, man. Yeah. Signal boost. Safe. That wraps up that chat. Yeah. Safe.